everyone, welcome back to A Court of Tattoos and Rosé, where we go through and discuss all things romantic with Madison and me, Blake. Um, this is going to be our 132nd episode. It took a while to get here, guys. Um, there's something I'm going to talk about after the chapter we're doing today. Um, Madison literally, as she hit press like to start, was like, hi, when we tried to start this like three times. I um, really did. She just kept like getting distracted. Story of my life. Anyways, so uh, we're doing chapter 67 of Silver Flames. It's not super long, but there are some things when I reread, I was like, oh, no, uh, that we'll discuss. But also, we have to save some time at the end for a very important discussion. Okay? Super important. Don't you laugh. This is a matter of... It's so important, guys. I don't Can't even know you see yet. my enthusiasm? They can't see anything, you smart ass. They can't hear it either. I don't like you. I don't like you. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so as we go forward, um, as always, we curse, we spill things, we talk about whatever the fuck we want. Like, you guys know. You know. You know. You know the drill. Um, before we hop into chapter 67, though, we need a recap of 66. Huh, Mads. <laughs> Mads likes to be a smart ass and mean to me, as you guys can hear. And then this dumb little bitty forgot to have a recap ready. <laughs> Man, we're going to do this on the fly today. Okay. <laughs> Here's a hint. We're in the blood right. We are in the blood. Oh, okay. We're in the blood right. Okay. Nesta. Woo. Badass that she is. Has to go. Um jump into some like freezing cold water like dude <laughs> honestly worst nightmare worst nightmare ever um and she is um i had to look at, she's trying to save emery who's like stuck on like a big tree like she's like holding onto this tree for dear life but is she alive is she not like we don't know but nesta's like fuck it i'm going for her so <clears throat> boss ass moves all the way down and then she, like, carries her back. And so then she runs into Balthazar, who... Still seems weird. I want more of. I want more Balthazar. That too. I, I feel like... I just want more of him. Anywho. Okay, so <clears throat> she's like, shit, we need cover. We need somewhere to stay. So she covers Emery and, like, all these trees and stuff. And then she starts to walk and then she runs into Balthazar. But Balthazar's like, yo... I just want to make it to the end. I don't really give a shit. I just want to make it to the end. So we're not friends, but we're not enemies either. Cool. So Balthazar helps get Emery to the cave. And then Nessa's like, I'm not sleeping. Like, pff, voodoo on you. But then halfway through the night, Balthazar, he definitely goes to sleep. He's taking advantage. And then in the morning, he's gone. And Emery's starting to wake. So... And she all of the animals. <laughs> I didn't finish! So Nesta's like, oh man, we need some fucking clothes. Well, during the night, woohoo, massacre, slaughter. So you literally go outside the cave of the door, bodies just line the cave. Okay? So she's like, well, you know, got our picks of shit to wear, I guess. <laughs> so she finds a bunch of clothes, brings it back, Emery's awake, and Emery's like, where the fuck is Gwyn? Okay. So, bad news though. Gwyn hasn't moved. I mean, she's just there. She's like still in the same spot she was dropped. So, SOS, 
They're like, let's get ready. Emery feels like death, but is like, let's power through. Let's trek on. <sighs> and so they're going after Gwyn. How- My problem with the clothes, and I, I think they said, like, it was hard to, like, find something, you know, because, like, they all, like, pissed themselves and everything, like, as they were killed. Ugh. But, like, what if, like, it, ugh. Like, even even just bloody? Like, I don't really have a problem with blood. My problem would be is that it's freezing out. So if there was blood, yeah. then it was, like, crunchy. Ew! You know? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I took that too far. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Crunchy? I'm sorry. That's disgusting. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry. That was on me. That was on me. I'm sorry. Okay. Okay. So chapter 67, um... Emery and Nesta, they're on their uh, on their way to where, like Madison said, Gwen's, like, beacon, essentially, has just been kind of chilling. Um, and they're basically giving a rundown of, like, oh, how's your last day or two been? How's mine been? Hellish. Um, Emery confirms... Sorry, I had a hair in my mouth. Ugh. Um, Emery confirms that um, the guys that Nesta had seen by the river uh, that were, like, joking about her about Emery, those are the ones she immediately had been attacked and just chased by them. Uh, she had jumped into the river like we kind of suspected to get away from them. Um, it worked, kind of, you know? And then Nesta's like, yep, my day, uh, mine started with some crazy people, uh, you know, weapons are in the thing, in the, in the blood, right? Like, it's not great. Not great. Um, so they keep trudging along. They both keep checking their charms. And, like, neither one of them wants to admit, since the charm, like, his the spot has stayed the same, neither one of them wants to admit that it could just be leading them to her body. Right? Because, like, she hasn't moved. Um, and if she has, it's literally in, like, the same little vicinity. Like, it doesn't make sense. So um, they are traveling throughout the day. They find a cave at night. Uh, again, Balthasar taught them very well. If you remember, he was like, one, don't be out at night. Uh, the, the beasts of the mountains, right? Uh, the ones that literally left a, uh, basically yard sale of Illyrian clothing to pick. Um, that is, um, that is rule one. Like, don't be out at night. And then he had also said, like, stay out of the trees. And then he made, like, a very, like, offhand, like, even the or the dumbest warriors forget that, and you hear screams as soon as he had said it, right? Stay yeah. out of the trees at night. Like, the beasts can climb trees. I just want that noted for in a few pages. So, um, <laughs> they... They're like, okay, we're, they, they travel by day, and they go, they find caves. So they know where to look now for the caves, like, what they look like. Because remember, like, Nesta is having trouble spotting the cave, and it was Balthazar that was like, hey, it's over there behind the, like, it was, like, hidden, naturally hidden, essentially. Yeah. So, um, Emery insists on taking first watch. She is feeling better, so that's fantastic. Um, remember, Nesta, like Madison said, has not slept, like, at all. Um, girl needs, girl needs a fucking nap. <laughs> And Emery's, Emery's looking out because Emery's like, I'll, I'll take first watch. You go to sleep first. And then when she woke Nesta, Nesta, like, distinctly feels like you gave me more time to sleep. Like, it, it was a longer watch than it should have been. Like, Emery was, like, looking out for her, right? Yeah. Um, lo and behold, they go out once again. Blood everywhere! Um, there's animal tracks all around. But what's crazy is the animal tracks, they're near the mouth of the cave. But they don't. They just... Ignore the cave. Interesting, interesting. Um, then to make matters worse, you're already in the snowy mountains. It starts to, like, snow, snow. Like, we're not talking, like, picturesque, like, flurries, you know? It's, like, sheets of snow. Just pew, pew. 
I don't know why I made those noises and snow usually doesn't make that noise unless there's snow thunder, which is really rare. But anyways, so you've been playing a little too much Star Wars, babe. I think so. I think so. That would make sense. That would make sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, so they literally, like, it's kind of gross. As they keep going, every time they come across, like, dead Illyrians, they just keep adding jackets. Like, they've just got jacket on, jacket on, jacket. I mean, jacket. like, that's smart. It is smart. It's just gross. You've got, like, layers of death on you. But on the flip side, wouldn't that help, probably, uh, for the beasts? Well, I don't know. They might smell the blood, but the beast would probably be able to tell that it's, like, old blood. So maybe they were like, oh, those things are dead. Leave them alone. Yeah. I feel like it could go either way. I don't know. We, we'll see. We'll see. Um, And it's freezing. <laughs> but Nesta is the whole time she's like, if she survived, she'd never complain about the summer heat, never take for granted her coat and hat and gloves and that stupid scarf Cassian had made her wear out of her apartment all of those months earlier. Like, she's really feeling it she's like i i will never take it back i i love heat i heat heat for days yeah. let me sweat i don't care where's my house yeah where is if where's my friend where's my house my friend <laughs> um so as they're trekking finally emory um literally they hadn't spoken for hours because both of them are literally just trying to not freeze to death all of a sudden emory just goes i smell fire uh-oh so they stop and they're kind of like looking. But also, and, where's the fire? Yeah, like what is happening? <laughs> like fuck, fire, but where? <laughs> yeah, but like warmth. Um, so Nesta's like, okay, hang on. So they stop. She looks at her charm and she like indicates her head to the left and is like, it's that way. Like the charm's pushing that way. And then they're like, the fire's in that direction. And they're like, the wind's carrying the smoke down from that ridge. So like to their left along a ridge is where the fire is. And it's pushing it down, like, the wind's pushing down the smell, but the charm is leading them that way. And so Emery being Emery and so hopeful is like, oh, it could be Gwen's fire. It could be. It could be. Or so, Gwen could be on fire. Oh, damn. I'm such a bitch. You're not wrong. But damn. I'm such a bitch. I would not want you in this situation. Thanks. You know, like, what if, okay, here, in this situation... I'll be Nessa, you be Emery, and then uh, Caitlin is Gwen, right? Yeah. Yeah, we're going to have to tell, we're going to text Caitlin this scenario because she's going to find this funny. So if Caitlin was Gwen, I would for sure, as soon as we found her, be like, hey, babe, just so you know, uh, Mads was saying the fire was you on fire. Like, <laughs> so. Let me text her. Or Schmore. Caitlin, you're on fire. Caitlin. You know what's great is she will just be like, oh, okay. You're Gwyn. You're on fire. No context. Yep, no context. Guys, we do this to Caitlin quite often where she just gets no context text from us and she'll be like, what? Okay. What's weirder is she most of the time does not really question it. She no. just rolls with it. Yeah. Um. Okay, so. They're like, all right, let's go to the fire, go to the fire. Um, and they're both kind of, like, inching ahead, inching ahead. <sighs> and they get closer and closer to the ridge where the fire is. And then they hear... <laughs> Caitlin! <laughs> okay, I'm on fire, question mark? <laughs> yeah, see, guys, that's all she says. She's not like, what the fuck are you talking about? You two are weird. It's literally just like, all right, what are, what's happening? <sighs> um, but they get closer to the fire, and they hear laughter male laughter 
<laughs> not great, not great, not great. And um, Emery holds up her bracelet, and the charm is glowing. Like, right where the fucking, and it's like, okay, this is great. So Nessa's like, all right, keep downwind, and they have to circle back to the south side of the ridge so that the wind doesn't come toward, like, carry their scent to the Illyrians, right? Well, well, um, a nightgown is hanging near the camp's edge. Just hanging there. Um, is this some scenario where someone is picking to save me or someone else? Caitlin is now really confused. What we're, okay, explain to her. Jesus. Okay, let me mute. Hold on. You keep going. Okay, yeah. Send like a voice memo. Okay. All right. So there's a nightgown hanging on the branch, right? Um, the problem is, you know, it's Gwen's nightgown. Um, and it's just hanging there like almost like a flag. You know how like a... Uh, what am I trying to think? Like, uh, not like capture the flag, but like, you know, like at like summer camps or like in camping and stuff, people like have a flag or like pirates, I guess, but it's a ship, not a campsite. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, ha ha, this is who's here. It's almost like mocking, right? That the, the, the nightgown's hanging there. Um, so her and Emery are like, okay, we got to figure this out. We got to figure this out. Um, the males that are sitting there, they're just sitting around the campfire, like boasting about all the guys they've killed, uh, talking about what, like the remaining trek to Ramil. Um, she can't, and Nesta can't hear Gwen, but also, like, she's waiting to hear, like, what they're saying, and Nesta literally was like, I don't give a shit about finishing the blood rite, I'm gonna spend the rest of the week killing these people. Like, I'm just gonna kill them all, and I'm like, ooh, yes, 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 <laughs> murder. Um, <laughs> it's not really murder, though, like, okay, I, okay, technically it is, but, like, they deserve, okay. It is, it is, but they deserve it. Anyways, okay. So they're literally like 10 feet down from the crest of the ridge. They're right there. Gwen, nowhere to be found. Nesta is leading the charge. Emery had to stay back because since it's a ridge, right, her wings stick up. So she can't go. And Nesta is like on her own up here because Emery had to stay back down. Um, which I didn't really think about. And that is inconvenient. Definitely. So um, Emery has two knives, so she's still um, armed, so that's good. Nesta has uh, the bow in two arrows, which in this close of range, like, kind of hard to do, and um, one dagger. So they're armed, but not ideally armed, if that's a good way to put it. I guess. I don't know. Anyways. So, uh, they look at each other, and they're like, okay, are we doing this? And then the males start laughing, and Nessa's like, that's it. So, um, she gets up to look across. There's ten Illyrians. Um, they've, they're doing well. So, listen, they've got a fire. They've got some food. They have axes, swords, knives. Guys, weapons are not supposed to be in the blood rite. Axes, swords, knives, plural. They've got a nice fire. They're eating. Now, I will say, like, it's a little, like, bold of them, you know, where they're just having, like, a cozy little campfire. They're going to start, like, singing songs, roasting marshmallows. Like, what are we doing here? Um, and Nesta looks, she notices the, the leader, right? So he's in the middle. He's talking the loudest. Everybody's looking at him. He's laughing. And she's like, I have seen this son of a bitch before. Like, where do I know this jackass from? And she can't figure it out. There's no sign of Gwen, though. So Nesta turns around to go back to Emery to report what she saw. 
And Emery is being dragged down the slope between two other males. So we're at 12. In case 10, 10 plus 2 is 12. 12 males versus the two of them. Just keep that in mind. Not great. Not great. But like I Odds still aren't looking good. They aren't. But I believe in them. They're, especially Nessa. She's, she's, she's ruthless. I like it. So we flash to Az and Cass. Now, if you guys remember, they are supposedly Eris was kidnapped. They are just circling and trying to figure out what's going on on the continent with Bryland's castle. And, like, they're, neither one of them is thinking straight. As is not showing his strategic side at all. Cassian, of course, is like, where's my mate? Oh, right, she's in the blood, right? I can't interfere. We both die. And, you know, this is going to be great. Great times, great times. So... There's no, so they keep saying that they're going to be transporting Eris. That was their intel, right? Um, from a random man that just offered it up in a village ruled by an evil queen that has a crown that can control everyone. But let's let's not doubt what we're told. Whatever. Okay. Fine. Fine. Um. So literally, they start noticing nobody. The entire city. It's a walled city. Nobody leaves, and nobody comes to the city. So it's like. Everybody's so, like, <laughs> there are so many clues. Red flags, left and right. Um, there's no villages around the city, too, right? Usually in, like, fantasy books and medieval times, you'd have the city, and then there's, like, villages around it, like, smaller ones, and then they, like, go into the city. Nothing. And so Cassian is, like, she has to know we're here. Like, are, are, is she waiting for us to make a move? Are we in a game of chicken? Like, what the fuck is going on? And then... As is just like, I think the better question is, is, is if Eris is still alive, I can't get a read on it. And his shadows are literally whispering in his ears. He's trying to get his shadows to help him and they're coming up with nothing. Um, Cassian, of course, is like, wants this over, right? So he's like, waiting is pointless. Let's just break in. Like, she won't even know we're there or, or even be tempted to use the crown on us. <laughs> what? No, nobody, no. Also, we, I would like to point out, they have no idea the range for the crown. Like, do I have to have eye contact with you to be able to put you under control? Can I just see you? Can I hear you without seeing you? Like, what are the parameters, you know what I mean, for how to use the crown? They have no idea. Just keep that in mind. And so, um, as is like, look, the House of Wind is just as protected as this place. Like, we can't just break in, um... We'd be better to just catch um, Eris when he's being moved. And Cassian's like, bro, what if this merchant you randomly talked to was wrong? Like, And As is just like, ah, maybe. We'll keep going. Like, we'll keep watching through tomorrow. Um, and then As is like, look, I know you want to help Nesta. Maybe there's a loophole. Amran's great at finding loopholes. Let's see if she can find one. And Cassian just swallows. He's like, there's no loophole. If I interfere, we're both dead. And even if I did, Nesta would kill me if I jumped in to save her. She'd never forgive me for it. Look, he's not wrong. He's not wrong. And, like, he even says he's been contemplating it the past few days, i.e. he has not been paying as much attention. His mind has been elsewhere. <sighs> Nesta's fate was her own. She was strong enough to forge her own path even through the horrors of the blood rite. He taught her the skills to do so himself. And even if the walls had allowed it, he would never take that away from her, the chance to save herself. Now, I agree with this wholeheartedly, especially with Nesta. Um, it's kind of different. Like, Feyre and Reese's relationship and how Feyre is and how Reese views Feyre is different than what we're seeing with Nesta and Cassian. Like, completely, obviously. That's a, a given, right? But this right here is a pretty good, like, 
I think this is one of the things that show how well matched Cassian and Esther are, that he gets this. Did it take him a few days? Yes, because before he was in just blind terror, which honestly, fair. It's the blood right, fair. Um, now, that being said, I would just like it known for the record, if I'm ever put in Nesta's situation, God, I would still be okay with it. Even if it was just to experience the blood right. Oh, I'd do it in a heartbeat. Anyways. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm not in this with you. I know. I know. I, I like know that like I could be Emery for like a minute. I'm not in this with you. Oh man, I'd do it. I am, I am far away. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Um, so, but my only thing is I would love for, you know, Ian will be casting at this point to be like, you know what, I'm not taking it away, the chance to save herself, blah, blah, blah. That's fair. But you could at least be there's backup, that she doesn't need to know you're there until you are needed. Like, give her the chance to save herself. And then maybe just, like, if, if it's not working, step it. You know what I mean? Like, maybe some backup. In the in in the background. No, I'm not there. I am like in not a you. Warm, no, you cozy would abandon home. me in a heartbeat. <laughs> I completely understand that. And I love you. <laughs> only you'd find some way to be like only one of us can go back to the house of wind, and you'd literally be like, bye, bye, thank you. It's been a nice trip. <laughs> love you, Blake. Have fun. <laughs> um, okay, so once again, we keep getting these snippets of, like, just weirdness all around Brylin's castle. Cass and Az are not... They're not on top of their game. Okay, they're not. We flash again. <sighs> I didn't think you'd be stupid enough to fall for the nightgown, but I suppose that's the difference between a female thinking she's a warrior and the real thing. Get fucked sideways. God. So that's the leader of these Illyrian males, and he's, like, laughing um, as Nesta and Emery are, like, thrown at his feet. But when he's laughing, Nesta notices his eyes are glassy. And Nesta's like, did they get wine with their weapons? That's weird. And then the guy, in a really creepy way, goes, hello, Emery. And it clicks. This is Bellius, Emery's hateful cousin that we met in her shop months ago. Murder! Chop off his dick! And choke him with it! Um, so Emery is, like, not fake. She's just, like, where the fuck is she? Like, I don't give a fuck about you. I don't give a fuck about your friends. Fuck you all. So we find out, so he, they found him, uh, they found Gwen's nightgown miles ago. And then, of course, he's like, perhaps some other warrior fucked and killed her. Mm, all of them deserve death in the worst way imaginable. And he literally, like, Nesta notes his smile is nothing but evil. Like, he's pure evil. I want someone um, to chop his dick off. Right? So then, interesting enough, he goes, you shouldn't have come here, cousin. Which is interesting for what we're about to, like, put together. Because it sounds like he didn't realize she would be here. And Emery's just like, I was brought here against my will, cousin. But now I enjoy proving you and your father wrong. Um... And he just goes on and on, like, oh, you've disgraced our family, you've disgraced our family and my father, like, your own father, blah, 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 whatever. Um, they take all their weapons, fair. And then Nesta's like, wait, are you the one that sabotaged the right? Like, did you have all these weapons brought in? And he just laughs, but his eyes, again, they're, like, glassy, they're hazy, it's really weird. Like, he looks- Like, something is definitely going eight. on, but also chop off his dick. Awesome, yes, exactly, exactly. And so he goes, 
I wouldn't call it sabotage, and neither did she. Bravo. <laughs> and that's when it clicks with Nesta. She'd seen that look before with the eyes being fucked up on Eris's soldier at the prison. The soldiers that attacked them that were under the power of the crown. And that's when she's like, how the fuck did Brylin get him with crown? And she starts thinking about it. He had the same glassy look in Emery's shop months ago. And where had he been right before that? He had come back from a scouting trip to the continent. With other Illyrians. Months ago. Bitch playing the long game. Dude. Bitch playing the long game. Listen. She may be evil. She playing the long but game. But bitch is playing the long game. She's playing the long game. So that's when she's like, did Brylin, like, apparently, like, it looks like she used the crown to influence the Illyrians to break the sacred rights of the, the uh, of the blood right, the sacred rules, plant weapons and all of that. And she's just like, why the fuck would she do that? Well, think mm-hmm. about it. He didn't realize Emery would be there, but... It seems like he knew Nesta would be. And we know that others knew Nesta would be. So it sounds like Nesta was supposed to be the only one to get in. Not the other two. So that's great. So of course Bellis is what like... a bad oh, you know, night for a sleepover. <laughs> dude, I know. Poor timing, man. Um, so of course Bellis just keeps going on and on like... You know, you're terrible. Our family will never recover from the shame, especially if you went, like, if you finish. Like, I have to kill you. And, like, Emery's just like, fuck you and fuck your family. And I'm like, yes, girl. Fuck them. But this is where I was saying, like, it becomes clear that it, it sounds like Nesta was the only one that was spo- originally planned to be brought in. But then she wasn't alone and they saw the other two. The Illyrians just took the other two because they dared to, like, you know, train. Um... And he, like, looks at Nesta, and he's like, I get first crack at the high fate, bitch. Again, I want them dead in every way possible. So she's trying to figure it out. She's like, they don't have any um, any weapons. Their magic isn't really working. Um, Emery's got rage and panic on her face. It becomes clear she's trying to think of something, and they're both coming up empty. But then, Belius steps towards them. And as he steps, he just gets blood splattered against the side of his face because next to him one of his uh, little buddies um he's on the ground now with his guts literally hanging out and lo and behold um there's a beast climbing over the ridge now yes you're probably like wait don't the beasts come out at night they do they do we'll figure out why this one particularly is out but also remember these people had a roaring fire and food cooking and they were a giant group I mean, like, use a little bit of common sense. Right? Right? So, the thing that crawled over the ridge had been crafted of nightmares. That's rude, okay? That's rude. Think of Braxis. My sweet darling of darkness. Nothing's wrong. Braxis is so sweet. Um, This one's probably okay, not think as of the sweet. Naga. Okay, yeah, this is giving Naga vibes. But, like, <laughs> I would like to think that this little, this little kitty... Um, slash serpent, um, could be nice if you, oh, Blake. So it is part cat, part serpent, all black fur. So like a furry serpent cat. Okay. Okay. Um, sharp claws and hooked teeth. Now the hooked teeth get me. That is a little, that's a little gross. Um, 
it came up over the ridge and just was, like, at the edge of the camp. Um, and it had literally just, you know, killed one of them. Um, and it doesn't even look at the one that it killed or, like, go to eat it or anything. So, like, it seems like it's just really mad. And if they sleep at night, you Maybe know... Maybe it's, it's fucking cold. It's probably cold. Yeah, yeah. Probably cold, but also, like, if, they, if they're nocturnal, you might have woken them up. Oh, just true. Saying. Who wants to be woken up mid-sleep? Fucking no one. Not me, man. Fucking Not me. no man. one. Sidebar, last night, I don't know what, it wasn't even storming. Normally, he doesn't want to storming. Oliver, so he, Oliver's my nine-year-old, my, my soul dog, my little baby. Um, I don't know what crack he was smoking before bed. At like 2 a.m., I woke up. He was, he had climbed up on the bed and had put, like, fallen asleep between my shoulder and my head, right? Which is like, oh, yeah. it's cute in retrospect. Like, you know, like, oh, it's kind of cute. No, because he, like, curls like a baby deer, right? And then this is what he does. He'll, like, bump out his butt to scoot to make room. I was, like, I'm showing Madison, but you guys, I'm, I was, I sleep, you know, I, I sleep on my stomach. It's horrible, I know. But I sleep in, like, straight line, maybe, like, one leg up or an arm or whatever. No, I was literally diagonal because he had pushed me so much. I was like, what are we doing? Again, usually he doesn't want it storm, and it was not storming. I was like, buddy, 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 buddy. Anyways, okay. Sorry, just a sidebar there. So, all of the, so, like, they draw their swords and weapons. Um, remember, they had all of the other, uh, they had Nesta and Emery's weapons. So, like, ugh. So, Nesta's just like, run! Um, they do snatch their weapons. So, they, and Emery gets a sword. So, fuck yeah, man. She's got a sword now. Before, she just had the two little knives. And then as they're running, they hear a female voice on the other side of the ridge. Here! <laughs> and so what Nesta's like... dumbass! Well, so um, literally a head pops up with coppery hair and they're like, ah! And Nessa's like trying not to sob in relief. So they, um, they reach the hilltop edge and they just slide down the edge of the ridge, like on the snow. Gwen's right there. She's bloodied. She's in warrior's clothes. Face filthy in her... She's got... Like, her face is torn, but her eyes are clear. So we're like, okay, good. She's not under the crown's influence. Great. Perfect. Okay. Before I get into these pages, I would like it known. I understand, and everybody knows Mads hates Gwen. Fair. Um, other people hate Gwen. Other people love Gwen. Fair. I, I have no problem with Gwen. I have none at all. Now, with that said, there have been theories where uh, Gwen is either like a spy or evil or if you remember Gwen's story her tragic story of what happened to her at the temple but her her sister did not make it out dead sister remember that um and then there is the story of the two sisters that the weaver had sang about mm -hmm. wherein one was good one was bad and the bad one lured the other sister and then killed her and kept going um there are some Crazy in-depth theories. Oh, Christ, Gwen is bad. I know you do. I know. There are a lot of theories that maybe Gwen is her... Gwen is not the true Gwen, but it's the only Gwen we've known, if that makes sense. It's actually the sister that, quote-unquote, died that was evil and killed Gwen and took her place. Now... I understand that's kind of like, wait, what? But all of it happened at the temple. That's kind of the my problem with it, where I'm like, but, like, we, there were, like, witnesses at the temple, right? Like, I'm pretty sure there were other survivors. So, who knows? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But, regardless of even that, there are a lot where it's like, okay, but it sounds like, like, Gwen or the sister could be bad. Just that Weaver song 
And then, the, then literally, like, we get introduced to Gwen, who had the, like, the sister, um, correct me, like, it's just, it, it just, it's interesting. Interesting timing. We don't know much about her heritage. SJM was really, really vague on purpose about, like, who the <gasps> father was. Wait. Yes. Okay, wait. This is a side note. Okay, I <laughs> What if she is, like, the evil one? Okay, mm-hmm. she is the evil one. And, like, mm-hmm. as feels some sort of a pull, only because it's twin. But then, like, the original Gwyn is his mate or whatever. And it's, oh, like, a no. Twilight thing. Oh, where he just feels it because he, he's, yeah. he's tied to her. Like, but it's, he's, like, it's not fully. And he was supposed to be with Gwyn. Yeah. Like, oh. What if it's, like, a Twilight oh, thing? Oh, that's so sad, too. Because, yeah, well, because, yeah, because they're twins. Yeah. Okay, anyway, go on. Anyways, so, um, just keep remembering, like, we don't know, the mother is unnamed, the father is unnamed, we don't know anything about the father. Right. They're, all we know is their grandmother was a river nymph, and then their grandfather was some high fae. I, I'm just saying. Um... They were conceived during uh, Cal and May. Cal Mari, you know, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Um, and, but what is interesting, though, is they're fraternal twins. So, uh, Katrin had, uh, like, black hair. But same kind of color eyes. So, that would be interesting. Just, I'm just, just spitballing. But anyways, the only reason I want to bring all that up is we're about to hear what Gwen's been up to for the past couple of days. And as I reread this... It, I, don't, I don't know what's coming, but she said, be prepared. Yeah, there's some things that aren't adding up, or if you just go into the... And it could be I've, I have um, biased myself, because I've, I've, since my last reread, listened to these theories, so you're just seeing it through a different light, and it may be like I'm, I'm seeing it, I'm focusing too much on things, but okay. So, um... Again, she's there, she's bloodied, she's in warrior's clothes. Like, she looks like she's been through it, but she's not under the crown's um, control, which is great. Right. So she goes, follow me. They don't even say anything. They, like, basically are running slash falling down the hill. Um, They're trying to get southeast. They ran until the warrior screams and the beast roars were, like, in the path. Like, they they were, like, gone. Because they're like, okay, we're pretty far. So they stop near stream. um, And Emery just goes, How? Part one. I woke up before the others. Now, before, we were under the impression, and Nesta was too, that it was because Nesta was made. That she was able to wake up before the others. And it is. It's easily explained because Nesta's like, oh, so did I. I thought it was because I made, but maybe it's because you and I aren't Illyrian. That's a really easy, simple explanation, SJM. You usually don't give us those. Mm-hmm. So, just one. Item one. She woke up before everyone else. Okay. Kind of strange. Right. Kind of. Because it is really easy for Nesta, because Nesta's made. You're like, oh, okay. And then, but again, like, oh, you're both non-Illyrians. If you're the only two non-Illyrians in the blood right, and you're the only two that wake up, it does stand to reason that's because you're non-Illyrian, that the magic didn't hold you long enough, Right. But at the flip side, you would think all the other parameters would then apply equally, but we do know, like, not necessarily. So, okay. Okay. So, Gwen, when she woke up, she started running, and she found a cache of weapons almost immediately. Again, item number two, very good luck, 
But again, when Nesta woke up with the, she could like from where she oh. woke up, she saw the knife in the tree. So it makes sense. But that was a single knife. Gwen found a cache of weapons. Huh. Oh, it gets better. Um, so then she just goes, I changed from the nightgown into someone else's clothes. Like right when she had woken up, she finds a cache of weapons and then there's already somebody there dead, apparently, like pretty quickly at least. And she goes from a body, I mean. So maybe she ran, found the weapons, everybody else woke up and then she was able to find a dead person. Okay. Okay. You know what? Sure. Sure. Just a lot of really good luck. Yeah. And then um, she holds up a wrist and she she's like, did you know this thing glows? <laughs> I remembered your wish for us that we'd always be able to find our way back to each other no matter what. I figured it would lead me to you. It must be somehow immune to the magic band in the right. Yeah, because it was Nesta's magic. Nesta is made, which is also why we think Nesta woke up early. Not because she's not Illyrian. keeps going she just smiles crookedly at nesta again guys i like gwen i am not mads hates her keep that in mind you guys know i actually like gwen like i think she's cool but but it's just it's just adding up um this this is where i have so many questions okay i'm ready i kept to the trees the first two nights watching the beasts but the but the beasts climb trees the beasts climb trees we heard them climbing and eating people but somehow throughout two whole nights she kept to the tree safely and watched the beasts they didn't come get her <sighs> which does explain she was in the same pretty much area right for two nights so, again, I'm going to play devil's advocate here. It could be. It could be. Well, why didn't she move at all? Especially after she already figured out the charm. Because the charm, we, I, I, maybe we're getting days or, like, running together. Because it's only been a few days. Right. Because it's only a week long. It's only been, like, two days. Yeah. So, she's saying she kept to the trees at night, but she still was. She's saying she already, she figured out really quick, like, the charm worked, and she was going to try to find them. Okay? But on their end, the charm stayed in relatively the same area. Hmm. And then it says she kept to the trees and was trying to move like that. So, it's weird. So, either A, she's lying and she didn't do that. So what the fuck was she well, doing? The way you're reading it, like with that tone of voice, like it's I don't know if you mean it or not, but it does sound so suspicious. It does sound weird. Yes. Like when you reread this, knowing there's theories that like something's off or something, it's weird. So then like either A, she's lying. So My like, God, I hope she's evil. Oh, <laughs> oh God. Would my but you, like also I no. don't want the twin thing. I just want her to be evil and then I want her to go away and as to get someone new. I don't know. That's what so, I would like. My thoughts are either A, she's lying, and if she is, I don't know what the fuck's going on. B, she is telling the truth, which then splits two ways. One, SJM just fucked up, or like is just like, oh ha, the beast didn't want her. Maybe the beasts were just like tracking the Illyrians that like were bloody or something, you know what I mean? Or, and it goes back to the 
explanation of why her and Nesta woke up early is not just because they're not Illyrian, it's whatever Gwyn's bloodline is. That the Beast didn't want anything to do with her. And that's how she woke up early, and that's why the Beast, like, ignored her. Because I also find it interesting that while Nesta's been in the cave, whether it was with Althazar and Emery or just Emery, that, like, these beasts, some of these beasts could probably fit in the caves, and they ignore the caves that they've been in. Yeah. So that's interesting, too. So either way, like, it's freaking weird. And it just sounds, and I get she's had a couple days, it just sounds really like she's covering all her bases and, like, word vomiting, right? So she goes, I kept to the trees the first two nights watching the beast, and I spotted that horrible male and his companions this morning. Saw they'd found my nightgown and displayed it, and I knew they were hunting for you. I thought I'd take them out before they could find you. Or, again, I'm just, I'm spitballing here. That is, like, yeah, you could probably figure out that plan. Like, if especially if she, over, like, overheard them. But she says, like, she figured it out that they were hunting for you. Not that she heard them say they were hunting for Nesta and Emery. But, on the flip side, she could have been working with Brylin and just known the plan all along. God, I hope it's that one. I'm evil. I hope it's that one. So then, um, that's when, like... Emery and Gwen, uh, Nestor are like, oh my god, you led that beast right to them. Gwen, I learned where the beasts sleep during the day. It's only been a couple days, but okay, fair, fair, fair. And that they get very angry when awoken. So we were right there, like, you know, like, they, they get woken up and it's like, Ur, like, fair. Me and Maddie both are that way if you wake us up yeah. before we want to get up. But... She's just been really busy, and, like, if that's why she's, that's, like, kind of explains why she's been in the same spot, because she's been sticking with this group, because she knew that they were trying to lure in Nesta and Emery, so she's like, oh, I'll stay with this group and knock them out before, like, they can get Nesta and Emery, which, like, again, that also is plausible. Like, she's, there's, either one, either one. So she goes, um, she points to her hands and her face where she's got cuts, just on her hands and face. I barely outran that one as I led it towards the camp. My timing was just good luck, though. We just saw... Oh, my God. She's evil. We just saw that beast come up over the ridge and gut a full-grown Illyrian male soldier with his guts out. But also, like, Emery and Nesta, I mean... They, they've been, you know, I guess, like, winning, I guess, you know, their, like, Mm -hmm. fights or whatever. They're still fucked up. Mm-hmm. Like, Nesta had to, like, beat up, like, the giant green bean man, okay? Mm-hmm. And, like... Emery almost died. Emery almost died because she was, like, yeah. running away. And then there's But Gwen is trying to say that, that, that... Yeah, she's trying to say the cuts on her hand and face are the only thing she got from waking Gwen up. Gwen is evil, and I'm here for it! <laughs> I knew as soon as wow. I was, like, reading this, I was like, Madison's gonna be so excited. So, I just find it interesting... That she has had exceedingly good luck, and the tree thing is what's fucking weird, because SJM is very specific. That was literally last chapter. We were told specifically, stay out of the trees at night, they can climb trees, and that the dumb Illyrian warriors forget that, and then we heard them get eaten. Oh my god. Oh my god. It makes no sense. I'm sorry. And if it is just an oversight, I have, I'm gonna be like, SJM, that's a pretty bad one, because, like, that's within a chapter. 
there's no or it's not an oversight. She doesn't, she doesn't fuck with oversights. No, either that or it's blatantly there to either a point that she's evil or b point to like whatever is in her bloodline. The beasts were like, I'm out. I'm not touching. Or, or what if like during the night she was like, SJM's doing like a body snatch thing. Mind what if control. the twin takes over at night? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I hope it's not body snatch. You know, I, 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 know I hate that trope, but like, it. I don't know. There's something weird. Though. If it's there if it's like weird. an evil thing, I don't really care. There is something weird. That's all I'm saying. So then she's like, "Yeah, like I barely outran that one as I led it towards the camp." And then, like I said, she goes, "My timing was just good luck." Mm. Emery shudders. And she goes, the mother watched over us. You know, we have the whole thing. Nesta could have sworn the uh, sworn the charms on their bracelets let out a soft singing hum at that. Now that could be interpreted as like, oh, yes, like the, you know, the goddesses, the the, Val- the Valkyrie of old are watching over you and your bond. Because it's a soft singing hum. That's nice. Or the charm could have been like trying to hum. alert them shortly of like, Maybe hey, it was like, hmm. Yeah. Maybe that. Hmm, think it through. Yeah, yeah. So... I do think the charm doing that kind of undermines the evil theory, but I think there's, you never know, something could be going on. But I still, there's something going on, I'm sorry, there is, I'm, I'm gonna go hold that. So then, um, Gwen was just like, he's really your cousin, and then Emery's like, I hope I can say past tense now, like, I want him dead. Fair, fair, fair. So, uh, Nesta just gives a savage smile, she's like, we need to keep moving, if any of them survive, they're definitely gonna want to kill us all now. Um, so this is the, the blood rite is seven days. Okay. Yeah. They have four more days. So that means there's three days. They're on the third day. They have four full days ahead of them. The first day they're all dropped. Nesta, the first night is trying to find, uh, is trying to find Emery meets Balthazar. They're in the cave for the first night. The second day, Balthazar's gone. Her and Emery are trudging. They spent the night in the cave. We saw this chapter. That's the second night. The third day they trudged. They found Gwen. All right. Gwen, for the first two nights, was in trees. Supposedly. But also did not really move too much because in that short time, she found this clan of Illyrians, figured out their plan really easily, and then was like, oh, Nesta and Emery will come because of our charms. Like, they're probably looking for me, but they're going to use my nightgown to, like, figure it out. But my thing is, is if you figured out that the charms are for everybody else... Why did you stay with the group? Yeah, they have your nightgown, but if they, you could trust that they probably figured out the charms too. You should have gone in the opposite way because then the charms would have led them to you and not to the trap. Instead, she was like, I'm going to stay with the people that are setting the trap to try to undo the trap before they actually get here, even though I could just lead them away. Gwen and Brylin sitting in a tree. K-I-S-S-I-N. I don't even, at this point, because we know Brylin reports to Koshi, like, I'm saying she's like, if she's bad, she's bad. What if Koshi is a relative? Like her dad? I don't know. Her grandfather or something? Yeah, some sort of relative of Gwyn's. Ooh. Because the the bloodline wasn't named, yeah. like we don't, don't know. know. I don't know. Yeah, because and we don't know how long he's what? been trapped on his island. It's supposed it's supposedly a long time, but I don't know. Maybe what? he got out for Cal and May or something. Oh my and that, god! And that's the what? dad or a what? relative. I'm gonna, I, 
Like, what if it's just like a long line of relatives? <gasps> Wait, if he's trapped on the lake or whatever, and their great grand their grandmother was a river nymph, they can still travel through water. She would have been able to get to the island, and he could be the grandfather. Yeah. Okay. So Dude. anyway. Dude. I actually so like that theory way better. Like, that's so kind of fun. All right, right. Fuck win. So we have four days. So that explains the three days. And I would just like, I just need to put it in perspective of what all has been going on. So Gwen Horsley is like, you two came for looking for me. What, yeah, and you else led them with? right to the giant group of Illyrians, but whatever. And Emery's just like, of course we did. Um, that's what, It's what sisters do. God, so that's I really love sweet. Emery. I love, love. Emery so needs more. God damn it. Yes. I need Give her her mate, for fuck's sake. I'm telling you. So... I really like the whole, it's what sisters do. We love that. We love the Valkyries bond. We love it. Unless but, Gwen again, is evil, we don't love it. Yeah, that's that's upsetting. Um, I know some people have, like, an issue, cause especially people that don't like Nesta, which I'm not going to say anything on that one, um, with the whole, like, oh, it's like she just replaced Elaine and Farrah. No. No. It, she still loves Elaine and, Fa- uh, Elaine and Farrah. We see that in her point of view where she's like, if anybody's fucking with them, I'm gonna fuck with them, even though she doesn't show it right. And she's really worried about Farrah. Like, she loves them just they are sisters. These are also her sisters. But they're sisters who chose her. They saw her in her darkest times and worked with her in her personal growth and have chosen her. You know what I mean? Where Elaine and Farrah will always have just, they're her sisters, which is still great. But you know what I mean? Like, it's a different dynamic, and I it's it's good both ways. Um, but yeah, so that's chapter 67. Like I said, um, please don't come for me if you're a, a, a Gwyn, like, really, like, a champion of Gwyn. I, again, I like Gwyn. I do. It's just this chapter, specifically, is a lot of oddities. <gasps> oh my god. What? If she is evil, don't we always find it interesting that Gwen, even though Meryl treats her like shit, Meryl, she's the one helping Meryl as her assistant as Meryl looks into the different worlds? Maybe so she makes sure that she's not she's discovered. She's a spot. Either not discovered or once Meryl figures it out, Gwen will kill her because she's What if she this is like a mob thing? Oh. Oh. Uh, okay, um, if you have not read Throne of Glass, let's skip the next, like, five minutes. Yeah. What if this is a mob thing, and, like, she's, like, super evil, and, like, she can travel the worlds or something, and just, like, fucks with or the Or she timeline. works for someone that could, i.e. Koshi, as a death god, and they are from other worlds. What if she's mated to Koshi? Oh! Hey. I mean, hey, mates are rare. Koshi needs one. Everybody needs one. But like, it is or like like, related or something. Like, sorry, I just put it together in my head though. I was like, we're sitting here saying she could be evil, and she works with Meryl on her super important, like crazy, elaborate, like multi-world theory that we know is right. Wow. And maybe she's trying to make sure that like she doesn't get intertwined in history. Like she's not found. Yeah. Or Koshi's not found, or anybody else she works with is not found. Oh my god. Okay, okay, okay. I think too close to the sun! Wow. Um, 
Okay, okay, let's do what we're currently reading and then uh, my quick little uh, discussion. Wow. I think I broke Mads, guys. Wow. Now, I've got actually a lot of thoughts. I could do, like, a whole fucking, like, series on this. Like, yeah. I actually have a lot of thoughts on this. Yeah. That's yeah. so crazy. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um Okay, what am I reading? Let's see. Guys, oh my god. Oh my face god. Okay. She's literally like so I just see you I'm just gonna say an author's name because I've read like so many books by this author this week. I've been sending like some snippets and sputterings. But Anna Weinhart. I've read so much Anna Weinhart this week. Like just like Omegaverse, Impreg, like funny. There's humor sprinkled throughout. Some of the craziest sex shit I've ever read. Some of the craziest Ooh, okay. shit, sex shit I've ever read. And it's just fun. It's super fun because I, I like never know what's going to happen. Ooh, okay, okay. It's just fun. I really like Anna Weinhardt. I'm really starting to get more. I have also dipped my toes into Bailey Nicole. Okay. okay. Um, I'm reading Cruel and Careless right now. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say dark romance, but darker themes. Okay. okay darker yeah. themes. Um. It's just hot. This is hot as fuck. Okay. And okay. I'm really living for it. Nice. Okay. So I'm doing some good shit. Um, I haven't been reading too much. I know. I know. I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry. Um, I just haven't had a lot of extra time. And then anytime I've had, I am splitting between reading and video games and uh, learning to crochet, which is going decently well. I made and a little penguin. I want her to read white noise. I know, I know, it's downloaded. Um, so I read, uh, if you re- recall, um, patrons would, uh, from our bonus episode with um, Elijah about, like, our favorite, like, spicy scenes, you know? Um, she mentioned a book called Black Sheep by Bren uh, Weaver, and it's a female serial killer and, like, um, professor working with the FBI and all of this. Um, yeah, that book was really good, I'm not gonna lie. Uh fantastic spice fantastic spice love the female serial killer uh vibe but my only thing is it should have been a duology Mm. it was a little rushed like the last like fourth of the book was a little rushed like tied up but still really liked it uh really good it's on kindle unlimited um i'm not even gonna lie i still keep doing spot like rereads of fourth wing no joke uh just because i keep seeing more and more theories and or like our fourth wing oh uh, let's see let's see where the discord's at oh yeah guys we're doing a live poll for july's book club uh we were gonna put up a full list but then mads including fourth wing and mads is like i feel like everybody's gonna pick fourth wing why don't we like double check yeah okay let's see how many people normally vote and it you varies. you keep going. You keep going. Yeah. I'm going so, to do a little research here. Then I'm reading, and I'm probably going to finish it today, um, Bonded by Thorns by Elizabeth Helen. It's book one. Um, I think the second book's out. God, I hope so. I really should have checked that before I did this to myself again, but you guys know how I am. Um, it is a Beauty and the Beast retelling with Faye, and it is a reverse harem uh 
with uh, MM sword crossing too. Um, lots we, of different... we have a high percentage here going for fourth wing. So okay. the likelihood well, of it being fourth wing is high. It's high. So that's exciting. Um, but yeah, Bonded by Thorns, um, it, it's good. It's solid so far. Um, I'm enjoying it. It's not like crazy, crazy good. Don't get me wrong, but I, I am enjoying it. Um, I'm curious to see where it goes. Uh, again, you guys know if it's, if it's, uh, a group, I am always there, especially when there are multiple pairings within the group. Uh, fantastic. But I really like the take on, like, Beauty and the Beast with, like, the spin of, like, Fae Quartz, too, added. So that, it's been really good. So... Okay, so as some people may know, um, I, it is, this episode drops on June 25th. I, oh, I'm so excited, it's finally here, it's been months, um, I was very lucky, I survived the Great War of Ticketmaster, I got tickets to see Taylor Swift this coming Friday, June 30th, um, now, with that being said, as people may or may not know, this era's tour kicked off, like, months ago. Every show she plays two surprise songs from her entire discography. Now, not on the set list, obviously. So you take the set list songs out and then, like, the odds of, like, what surprise song you get, right? Um, I have been, like, other than when I see them pop up on TikTok or something for, like, the ones that are people are like, oh my god, she played that, like, the big ones, Right. I have not been actively paying attention to what other ones she plays because I did not want my hopes up, you know, in March or April of like, I want this surprise song or I'm gonna like cry. You know what I mean? Like I wanted to keep my hopes low and expectations low. So what I told myself was I was going to wait until the last show before mine to look. Now, lo and behold, that was last night. Last night, she played for the first time live in 11 years, Dear John. I would have loved, I don't even, the song's great, don't get me wrong. I just love the sentiment behind it and the fact that we get Speak Now Taylor's version on July 7th so that John Mayer literally has to like go in hiding. Because fuck John Mayer. And she did like the note change to make it even more like, oh, you know. And I was like, son of a bitch. That was the last, that, but literally the show before mine, she does like that historic bullshit. I was like, are you kidding me? But it's fine. So this is recently, we also, I also lost on Friday, Paper Rings. Love that. If this was a movie, love that one. Um, and then the weekend before, Mr. Perfectly Fine, The Last Time, The Story of Us, like, oh, and then the weekend before that, haunted she played haunted and i'm just like ah, it's fine so she hasn't really been bringing too many people out which i understand like she brought out Marin morris in early july uh, early june in chicago uh jack antonoff came out with getaway oh yeah may 26 in, in new jersey y'all won they got getaway car and maroon in the same night bitches so anyways i'm like okay i'm gonna look this morning and figure out what I would like to be played, and the odds of it being played, too. So, fun fact, if you have an upcoming show, Vulture has an ongoing, like, website, like, a list of what's available, and then the percentage, like, chance that it's played at your show, right? It's pretty in intense. Um, now, this isn't updated through yesterday, i.e. Dear John's still on this list, but whatever. So, these are some of the top ones that I would 
lose my ever-loving shit. Just saying, because I would it would be fantastic to like because they're usually they're acoustic the surprise songs. The first one she is yet to play back to December. Oh, I love that song. Right, and that would be very good acoustically. Just saying. Um, we lost the story of us. Um, Exile. Mm. If you remember last year, she showed up in London midway through Exile when Bon Iver was playing it. So everybody's like, oh my god, what if she brought out, like, Justin uh, Vernon, like, at her own show and played Exile? I would simply perish. I would be dead on the floor of Paycor Stadium in Cincy, Ohio. Dead. I love Exile, but on the fl- I also would be so excited because Ian loves that song. And Ian is going with me. He's picking out his outfit today. He's very excited. Um, we're making friendship races later, too. Um, I love <sighs> they are I the love cutest. That. I love that man so goddamn much. Um, I think Exile would be good. And it's one of the top, like, options. But the problem is, is people are also saying, like, she did just announce international dates, right? Maybe she saves that for London. Because then, like, they could, it's easier. Like, I don't know. But, I'm just saying, Exile would be great. Um, the next, one that I think would be fun, because it's a, it's one of the older ones, but also we have seen Taylor Swift is in her I don't give a fuck stage. Um, fuck you, Joe. I don't know what exactly you did, but fuck you. Um, Picture to Burn. That would be fun, because, like, the acoustic guitar, like, that would be so fun. Yeah. Um, the next one, I think the entire stadium would collapse of the cheers. Because I don't know, though, because it's so intricately tied to Joe, the end of her six-year relationship. Obviously, something bad happened, because, again, she is a little bit unhinged. I'm here for it, is Cornelia Street. Cornelia Street accused Again, I would love that, but I don't think that one's going to happen. Like, I think Back to December is a good option, like a good chance. I think Picture to Burn is probably a good chance, but Cornelia Street and Exile would be ones I would love. But again, I don't, I, I it's probably not happening. You know what I mean? Like, those are ones that I'm like, uh. Um, New Romantics would be a good one. Just saying. Um, it sucks is I just, I think it could happen. These are three that I would be like, oh my God, this one, I don't think it's going to happen. So when she did nothing new um, from the Red era, she brought out Phoebe Bridgers, right? Who's one of her opening acts. Yeah. So it makes sense. No body, no crime. I love that song for obvious reasons. I love that song. But the thing is, is like people think that that'll be when Haim, uh, Ham is one of the opening acts. Because they would come out with her, which I, uh, they are not an opening act for for my show. But three right here that I think could maybe do it, maybe do it. Um, Labyrinth, I love that. Paris, but then everybody's like, or she, you know, saves that for when she's in Paris, which I was like, fuck. But we also don't know if she's resetting the surprise songs between the U.S. and the international, which I think she would. But whatever. Um, here's one. And I'm, I don't know how this one's still available. Afterglow. Me, me, and the afterglow. I don't have a lot of thoughts on this. I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, hang on. A couple more real quick and then. Um, Ivy. Glitch is still available. Okay. 
okay. Um, Safe and Sound. Evermore is still available. I don't know how that one's available still, but again, she well, she doesn't, everybody jokes that she doesn't like Evermore, so. Um, the last time, oh wait, no, the last time got played, didn't it? No, the last time was played on the 16th. Son of a bitch! That was on my list. Um, yeah, yeah, there's Last Kiss. I don't think that one's been played. Um, yeah, I, I just, there are some really good ones available, and I don't know. Safe and Sound, I, th I don't know if I said that, like, I, Okay, bottom line is Blake is going to be happy with literally whatever is played. But there are some that I will literally She's going to die over all of them. She's lying, so it doesn't matter. If she makes That's it out of true. this concert alive, the podcast will continue. Um, Or not in jail because of where our seats are. The, like, tent that, like, celebrities sit in every show will be right there. Um, oh, Jesus, fuck. Okay, well, this may be our last episode. Ever, yeah, if Joey Blake's B is prison. in that tent. Yeah, if Joey B's in that tent, Jamar Chase, Sam Hubbard, um, India, uh, Vado, De La Cruz, any of the the Bengals or the Reds that I'm a big fan of, any of the FC Cincy players that I'm a fan of, I'm I'm hopping. I know I just said I love Ian so goddamn much. I really do. Honestly, he'd be hopping over that fence with me, especially to get to Joey B. Hey, okay. My biggest thing is Polly. It's the key to all healthiness. I'm just saying. All right, so guys, uh, with that, before we do our, our standard rundown, that actually feeds into, um, I will be posting as much as I can with, if I have good signal, like I'll do some story updates and stuff, but for the most part, I am going to try to, you know, just be in the moment and everything, so bear with me. I might, you know, post things Saturday after the fact, maybe not the night of, unless there is a surprise song that kills me, I will hop on and have Ian film me, you know, dying. Um, but oh, well, at least I'll know what to expect. Yeah, exactly. But with that, uh, we'll discuss my concert experience next time, but it won't be next Sunday uh, because of the holiday weekend, and I'll be traveling. Mads is traveling because, uh, again, holiday, 4th of July weekend. Just a heads up. But we will be back with a Thirsty Thursday that following week. So you get today's episode. There's a patron episode this Thursday, and then we're back the following Thursday with Thirsty Thursday. Just wanted a heads up. Um, I, I can pop on Instagram too, to do like some stories, some lives or whatever to discuss if people want, but you have to wait, sadly, to see what I get. I'm sorry. Or you can like follow it and then message me if you're, you know, sad, be like Friday, be like, oh my God, Blake, are you alive? She played L like blah, blah, blah. And I'll be like, no, I'm dead. Um, okay. So Madison, social media. Uh, ACOTR podcast, Breathless Lip PA. We're here. We're there. Everywhere. We're everywhere. Um, our Instagram shout out this week is Jody Creates. Uh, she's a, um, a digital artist. So it's J-O-D-I Creates underscore. Um, she has some deliciously spicy fan art. Deliciously spicy from Fourth Wing, from Akatar, um, from, uh, The Throne of Broken Gods. Like, I found her through, I saw, cause I had just finished that Throne of Broken Gods book, um, I found it on my, uh, like, what do we call it? Explore page? Whatever the hell it is on Instagram. I saw that and I was like, oh my god, this artwork. And then, like, I clicked her page and then I just went down a rabbit hole. I was like, oh, 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 oh. she does have a patron too. The uh, Patreon that has, like, some spicy, spicy. But, um, so check her out. Again, her fan art, spicy, delicious, so good. No AI. Thanks, fuck. Plus. Fuck that shit. Right. 
Um, now our Patreon shout out uh, is two. Well, two two patrons for one thing. Ooh, that sounded funny. Um, anyways, uh, we want to shout out um, Elijah and Evelina for they started a podcast. It's a uh, wine about smut. And wine is in W-I-N-E. Wine. Get it? There we go. <laughs> As she, like, does the drinking motion. <laughs> no, no. Um, it's all one word. Um, literally, they, they just drink wine and get drunk and discuss, like, smut. I like, know. literally, that's it. It's the, the perfect shit. premise. The perfect. Uh, so we wanted to shout them out. Uh, give them a follow. It, again, wine about smuts. The hashtag. Or the hashtag. Jesus. The <laughs> handle. I don't know what I'm saying. Um... She's, and we're really excited, she's excited for them. about her Taylor songs. Shut the fuck up. Um, and then the rest of the Patreon announcements. Uh, we do have book club tonight, June 25th, uh, within an hour of this dropping. It's at 7 p.m. Eastern. Uh, we're discussing Lark Taylor's uh, Devil's Mark and then Rohorvast Skydive. We did a twofer uh, for Pride Month. Very excited. People have been loving these books. So I'm super excited for the discussion tonight. Um, we kind of mentioned for July book club, most likely just going to be fourth wing, which I am not mad about. <laughs> I'm making Ian listen to it on the drive up to Ohio. Like I'm doing the audiobook for him. Cause I, I swear, I think he'll like it, but anyways. Um, and I think that's all we had. Oh, uh, for patrons too, for our quarterly, uh, book, uh, book challenge, you have until Friday to get your reviews and your books in for that quarterly challenge. And then, uh, given the holiday, it'll probably be the end of the following week that we'll, uh, be able to announce, like, a winner and everything, because we have to go through and make, like, make the list of everybody and everything. But you do have a couple more days to get your picks in. Um, and if anybody is wondering about that, it is our quarterly book challenge, um, which is book club and above, correct? Yes. Yes. Book Club and above, um, for our Patreon, every three months we give, like, three, like, challenges. You have to read a book that fits each challenge, um, post a picture of it with your review in our channel on Discord, and then your name's put into a giveaway, and then the winner, um, gets the books. So, it's really fun. Um, it also helps grow your own TBR, uh, because you'll see other people's posts, but also, um, the prompts are meant to help people kind of explore authors or topics, themes that they wouldn't normally. So, it's, it's pretty fun. Um, so with that, guys, um, for most people, we will not be speaking to you again until the 6th. Yeah, July, uh, July 6th after this. But if you want more, you know, you could join the Patreon because then you'd get the bonus episode this Thursday just saying. But whatever, it's fine. You do you. Um, so with that, we hope you have, um, a great holiday weekend. Be safe. Um, hopefully I do not die, per se, of Taylor Swift just like, oh, um, but maybe I do, and I get, you know, maybe I get one of my, like, top ones that's available. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Um, and Maddie gets to gets a little weekend break, too. Well-deserved. Yes. I'm going to Wilmington. Yeah. I'm really excited. I hope you have good weather. Don't, had, don't curse it. I'm sorry. She's going to have good weather. It's fine. Or else I die. She's going to come for me now. So, okay. So, with that, guys, um, as always... Cheers to our high fae bays. Bye. We'll okay, we're back. we're back. We're back. We're going to add this in at the end. Okay, what if, so like the Asiri are like controlling all of the evil things. So like Maeve, mm-hmm. right? And then you have Koshi and then you have uh, Micah and like just like all, like what if they're like trying to just manipulate timelines so that they get back into like more power or like their home world or whatever is not like destroyed like they're trying to manipulate it all 
I think... Oh. Yeah, well, and then you also have the problem with the, um, with, uh, Maeve, right? Like, she is, uh, Valg, um, Valg, whatever we're calling them, yeah. whatever. Um, but, like, what if, like, Maeve is obviously, um, Valg, but, like, we think the Valg are the Asteri. What if Gwyn's... Valg or Koshi's Valg. Yeah. I mean, because But then my question is with Maeve, she was so powerful, right? Yeah. And then, you know, maybe there's she... like a head of Siri, dude. That's what I'm wondering. Maybe but there's like a head of Siri, and then these are his like minions. Because what if it's like Hybern and Amarantha? You know what I mean? Oh my gosh. Also, I there. this makes more sense because I'm putting it in context. So what if... So Maeve is technically Valg, right? Whatever. Um, But like she was like different. Right. Like she did not like that. She didn't want anything like... But she was evil. Guys, she was still evil. We're not saying she's not evil. Um, What if she was like the original like Starborn like queen? Thea. Thea. Because that would tie in with like... I don't know, though. I think she's just, like, a, a missing, like, god or something. Um, but, like, the, the, there's the seventh Asteri, like, the head Asteri, seventh head Asteri is missing. People have said maybe it's a god, it's one of the goddesses. I think, what if it was Maeve? But, like, then other people are like, what if it's Bryce somehow? Which I, I'm like, I don't think that makes sense. I, I don't know about that one. Um, but there's, like. What if we're just leading up to a war with the Asteri? Well, that's definitely, I think, what's yeah, happening. Yeah, but, yeah. like, it's, like, all the characters are there. It's, like, a culmination. Yeah, and we, oh, and, and on the villain side, too, is what you're saying, that Asteria co yeah. controlled the villains from the get-go. Yeah, that could. Because they could be, like. Well, especially if the Asteria are some of the gods from the Throne of Glass world. Because, remember, the gods in Throne of Glass were fucked up. Yeah. And there was divides among them. So maybe, and we saw, and Maeve, like, literally might if okay, wait, wait, wait. to think that she was one of the original okay. sisters. So it could be so if they could have gods. Uh -huh. locks the gods in that, like, hell pit, right? Yeah, it, well, in their own dimension. Right, in their own supposedly. dimension. But what if this is all, like, they're trying to get out? And they've, like, tried to control... What if... Uh, if what if Aelin locked them in there, and where she locked them is Midgard, and that's why the Asteria are in Midgard. In CC, that's why they're there right now. And they're trying to get out. That's what they've been doing this whole time. Yeah. I don't know. I don't, there are so many different ways you could go about this. And, like, literally, if you, like, Google, like, missing Asteria, like, theories... People think it's Amran. People, for, uh, the, the Bryce one's weird. They think it's Bryce. They think I really it's... think, what if the Asteri are just, I mean, they're the evil villains. Yeah. And, oh, like, they're controlling the villains. Even though Hunt's dad's obviously Thur, I think, like, the god of lightning. Which, again, that's a god. So then you're pointing gods, and the Asteri aren't going to like if there's, like, gods. Which also, that circles back to the stone st a sculpture theory. That I saw in, uh, where the gods are actually the stone sculptures and, like, other creatures are, like, trapped in the stone because they were threats to the Asteri and they were threats to the uh, hierarchy where the Asteris made everybody in Midgard think, like, they're it and then the archangels below them and then the angels. And it's, like, actually there were, like, gods and other things. 
Yeah. Yeah. Guys, if you can't tell, we literally just... We we hopped off the last episode. I posed the question about the villains, and we started talking. I said, nah, we gotta record this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> because, like, I'm pretty sure the seventh Asteri is... I, I think it's insinuated the missing seventh Asteri of the siblings, like, the main seven yeah. siblings of them. Um... It was it was a girl, right? Yeah, yeah. It uh, it was a female that was killed. So you, the seventh you think of it was Mob. Well, Apollyon killed her. I.e., one of the princes of hell killed the seventh Asteri. My theory is that the seventh Asteri, whoever she was, flipped sides and they faked her death, and she's been working with. So the kind of like of the queens. What queens in Akatar? The mortal queens, they had the one that flipped. Yeah, yeah, same type yeah. of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, like, I think the missing Asteri flips sides and is working with the princes of hell. Now, who that Asteri is, it does, if it's that, it would make more sense that it's Omrin. Yeah. But, to help protect her, either A, Omrin is just a really good actress, which we have seen she can keep secrets. She's pretty good. Like she, when, Maybe she's, like, just, she's, the whole, she's in Amran's body, though, so it's like... That's what I think it's that, like, she doesn't remember. So it's not mind Ooh, control, mind what if, I so think like, the hell kept her in the what dark. What if they say that they killed the seventh Asteri, but really they just locked her in the prison? That, too. And then it would have... And somehow she lost her memory of her sense of self of who she is. Or so she, she secretly knows and it's just acting Or she secretly knows. Or they put her in the prison to start a chain of events, and she was meant to be the protector of that realm from the Assyri, her own siblings. Because she came right after they were Because how many out. people exit the prison? Not. She was the only one. Yeah. And if you remember, we did the timeline. She was put in the prison pretty much really pretty close to when the Daglin, i.e. the Asteri, were first kicked out of Printhian. Yeah. So then they, she had switched sides... And she was the protector of Printhian. In that world. Yeah. And the Princes of Hell have, like, started putting, like, guardians in place. Because in Midgard, if we're thinking the Assyria are stuck in Midgard because Aelin put them there, i.e. they were the gods from the Throne of Glass world, not the Valg. Mm -hmm. Which is interesting because then you've, like, who are the Valg, too? Because you'd have two the different The Valg are their minions. But the gods were against the Valg, supposedly. Maybe, maybe they're I don't, I don't know. them, though. But if we have the gods, um from Throne of Glass are locked in Midgard because they're the, and they're the Asteri, the guardian that the Princes of Hell are trying to help in this, in Midgard would be um, Bryce's boss. Mm -hmm. The witch who is essentially switch side. She's kind of immortal. We don't know how old she, uh, Jezebel. Jezebe. Yeah. Um, we don't know how old she, if you actually like pay attention to her, there's something weird that like, she's a lot older than you think. Um, because there's also a theory that she is either the, um, she's, uh, the unnamed daughter of the first Starborn Queen. Remember, there's the one daughter, and then there's the one that's not named. People think that Jezebel's the unnamed daughter, which I think is very true. Okay, so. well, that concludes part two of our episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will put in the, in the, um, last ten minutes, uh, spoiler warning for all of <laughs> Actually, no. The books have been out long enough. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's been over a year. But also, like, 
I'm glad we recorded that. Okay, uh, thanks, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> Blakey, <laughs> you can do part two. <laughs> End yeah, <okay>. part two. <laughs> uh, cheers to our high fate base part two. <laughs> Bye.